Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. What I want to share with you guys today is a podcast on motherhood and athleticism. Since this is something new to me, uh, being that my daughter is my first child, she's 16 months old, and before I had my daughter, if you're not familiar with my background, I was a professional MMA fighter. Um, You know, the ones that go in the cage and do all the crazy stuff. That was me. So, Since being a mom the last 16 months, uh, I've really just kind of stuck to losing weight and getting steps and doing weightlifting, and I really hadn't stepped back into any kind of athleticism, meaning I really hadn't got back to my martial arts training for various reasons, Um, you know, various reasons logistically um, and just, you know, being able to bring my daughter and support and all of that stuff. So all that being said, this last two or three weeks, I have had the opportunity to step back into um, some MMA and jujitsu and wrestling training again. And I've been so blessed to be able to bring my daughter with me. She's been an absolute angel, thank God, as long as I bring enough snacks and have the iPod, iPad there and let her run around for a little bit at the beginning and end. She's doing great. But what I wanted to do this podcast on is just you know, to just chat more about like what it means to me to be an athlete and especially to be an athlete and now to be a mom. Because I feel like for so many, even though we do have a lot of examples, we have a lot of examples, women you see in the Olympics, um, take like a Serena Williams, take, uh, you know, uh, so many MMA fighters that are mothers like Michelle Watterson. Like there's, there's so many great examples of mothers who are still pursuing athletic careers. And I think it's incredible. I think it's incredible. But I still feel like there's a little bit of a stigma just in regular like day-to-day interactions or maybe with our families or our friends who are kind of like surprised to see us competing as moms. And for myself personally right now, I'm not like stepping back in the cage anytime soon. I'm not planning to compete anytime soon. Right now for me, I am just happy to be back on the mat. I am just happy to be back in a training environment that's competitive and to just like feel alive and feel like myself again. And one quote I wanted to just reference that I think is so fitting is athleticism doesn't have to end when motherhood begins. I'm going to say that again because I love it. Athleticism doesn't have to end when motherhood begins. And that's by one of my coaches, Brianna Battles, who she actually uh, runs and teaches a pregnancy postpartum athleticism program that I'm certified in. So she's a a big proponent of, you know, there's going to be seasons of life that maybe you can't pursue your athleticism, but it doesn't mean you're not an athlete anymore. And so that's what I wanted to touch on as well is like, who is an athlete? Are you an athlete? Do you consider yourself an athlete? Are you an athlete even if you're not currently competing or if you've never competed before? Are you still an athlete? And I think that is obviously completely up to you to answer, but I say yes. You know, I say that I know there's plenty of, you know, let's say in the jujitsu world, I know a lot of jujitsu friends that they've never actually done a tournament or a competition, but I would consider them athletic. I would consider them athletes. Um, I have, you know, many friends that do like marathons or half marathons or, or 5Ks that they just do it at a rec- recreation 
educational level just because they love to do it. They're not getting on the podium. They're not getting any PRs. They're just doing it because they love to do it. And I would absolutely consider them athletes. I know many, many former students and friends. I taught martial arts for many years since I was 14 years old. And I know so many of them that have never done a tournament in karate or they've never done a kickboxing fight, but I would still consider them athletes. So to me, an athlete is anybody that's pursuing any kind of athletic movement that they enjoy. To me, that's being an athlete, right? Whether that's like you take CrossFit classes or you take kickboxing classes or jujitsu or you play soccer or you play volleyball on the weekends with your friends, like those are all athletic things. Or maybe you're a current athlete. Maybe you're a mom and you're a freaking badass and you're competing and you're doing races and you're like out there still being competitive. That is so, so incredible. I, I do have uh, one of my one of my coach's wives, um, she does like the strong woman competitions and she's a mom of two. It's so, so inspiring, so badass. So I love to see it in every, every aspect, whether you compete or not, or you're a former competitor or you're in like a wishy-washy period, like how I've been for a little while of like adjusting to this new season of motherhood and figuring out how my athleticism fits into this new life that I have. Because I think it's, you know, it's, it's easy to compare ourselves, right? This is what I fell into. This is, um, you know, something that happened to me after I had my daughter is that I had a little bit of, I guess, you know, comparison syndrome of really looking around at other professional female fighters who were literally getting right back to training. Like literally pop the baby out within two months, they're back on the mats, they're back in the cage within four months, within six months of giving birth and they are fighting. And I was just not in the mental space or physical ability to be able to do that. And it made me feel a little bit down on myself, you know, in one way I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah for them. That's incredible. It's inspiring. But in some ways for myself, I felt like a failure, you know, even though I knew that wasn't true, it's just internally being honest with you guys. That's just how I felt some days, you know, that I was just so far away from that. I had gained so much weight in my pregnancy. I didn't even recognize myself. I was coming off of a knee surgery. I didn't even get a chance to test out like my knee without being pregnant of like how it would perform or how I was still doing a rehab after I gave birth, you know, like it just, it was a mess. So my timeline stretched a lot longer than a lot of other athletes I knew that just got right back into it. But that's okay, guys. There's no race, right? And of course, there are factors like age and the abilities that our body have and mentally what we can handle and things like that. There, there, of course, there are those factors, but I don't think they have to be limitations. Um, I love seeing, I know I have some jujitsu listeners to this podcast. I love seeing when they show women who are like in their 50s that are doing their first jiu-jitsu competition. Like that is so badass. I love seeing in the UFC when there's like a fighter, like, um, you know, even though this is on the male side, but when I see like Lover, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but he's, he's in his 40s, okay? He's 42 and he just fought for a UFC belt, former UFC champion. So it's just amazing. You know, there's women in their late 30s. I train with a couple, I train with a girl that she's, you know, 40, 41, um, and she still wants to fight again. So I think, you know, age is just a number and motherhood doesn't have to stop us from being able to compete. So even though for me, my timeline has kind of stretched out a little longer than maybe I had previously expected, um, it's just great to see that there are 
other people out there who are moms of multiple children or they're a little bit older and they are out there doing it and they're competing in some way, shape, or form. And even again, if I never compete again, I still consider myself an athlete and I'm still so happy to just be back in the room, to just be back having that feeling. And one thing that I love that, um, you know, Brianna Battles talks about that she, you know, really preaches is that, you know, we all have this athlete brain inside of us. So again, whether you've ever competed or not, let's say you run marathons or let's say you've done a kickboxing fight or a karate tournament or a jujitsu match, or let's say uh, you played soccer in college or whatever it was, we all have this athlete brain and it can be a blessing and a curse. It can be a blessing because our athlete brain is what makes us competitive. It's what pushes us. It's what gets us training on the days we don't feel like training. It's that little kick in the ass that's in the back of our brain that just pushes us to, you know, to win, to win the match, to win the round, to win the race, to do a little bit better than we did the the day before. But the athlete brain can also be a disadvantage sometimes because sometimes we don't know how to slow down or we don't know how to give ourselves grace. You know, we, we have too much of that athlete in us. We don't know how to step on the brakes a little bit at times. But the other thing I want to talk about is, you know, besides that athlete brain, I think the other great thing of, you know, motherhood and athleticism is just just that feeling of being athletic again. Just that feeling of doing something for the joy of it, doing something because you're learning and you're growing, doing an activity because it's fun versus only doing an exercise or an activity because it leads to weight loss. Now, obviously, I'm a health coach. I help women lose weight, get stronger, become more confident. That's what I do for a living. But I've always loved working with people who want just a little bit more than that. Yes, they want to lose weight. Yes, they want to fit into their jeans better, right? We all want that, okay? We all want our jeans to fit a little bit better. We all want to fit back into that old pair of pants that we haven't worn in years. But I also love working with women who are in love with that feeling, that they want to get in shape so that they can kick ass on the slopes when they go skiing next month on their vacation and keep up with their husband and their friends, no problem. Or to the moms that want to be able to keep up with their kids and they're helping coach the soccer practice and they want to be able to run up and down the field and be competitive with the kids and the coach and, you know, and be able to to do that and physically be able to do it. I love working with women who they maybe want to step on the mats and compete for the first time and they need to learn how to lose weight in a healthy way for their jujitsu competition, but maybe they also want to just feel better. They want to perform better. They don't want to be depleted. They want to kick ass in training. So having these athletic goals over just the aesthetics is what I really love about working with women, moms especially, who are also athletic. I love that. And I think it's so important that we do have some kind of goal besides the number on the scale, besides the aesthetics, besides wanting our pants to fit better. I think it's so important that we have some kind of other external goal that is going to push us to be the best version of ourselves. And I think the other exciting thing is that when you're pursuing athletic goals, of course, you're going to have the physical side effects. Of course, you're going to get in better shape, right? But one of the things I found is through training for MMA fights, whether I won or lost, 
whether I had the best weight cut in the world or the worst weight cut in the world, it's, it sounds so cheesy, but it's who you become. It's really what you learn about yourself and what you find out about yourself by pursuing this impossible to imagine goal. Maybe for you, that's running a marathon. And maybe for you, that's competing in your first CrossFit competition, or maybe it's doing uh, Jiu-Jitsu Nogi Worlds, right? Whatever it is for you, maybe there's that big goal that you're like, this is going to push me really hard physically and mentally to a place I've never gone before. I'm going to have to really dig deep and find out who I am in those hard moments. That's what I love about athleticism, about pursuing athletic goals, whether or not I ever fight again or if I ever compete again in jiu-jitsu or anything else, I know I've had those experiences that have shaped who I am today and they're lessons that help me in motherhood and they help me in business. They help sometimes those things that feel like really big deal challenges. When I look back and think about what I went through in a certain fight or a certain training camp, I can kind of compare it and say like, you know what, this is nothing compared to what I went to, went through before. I know I have it within me to push through. So that is, again, one of my favorite things besides the physical aspects is it's like it's who you become by pursuing this athletic endeavor that you are working towards. And I think the other great thing about it is that when you are pursuing something athletic, you're, you're skiing or you're playing volleyball on the weekends, you're doing jujitsu classes, whatever it is that you're doing, you're doing a CrossFit class, you're learning a new skill, maybe you're taking an adult dance class, like a, you know, I have a friend that she just started taking like adult ballet classes. So when you put yourself in that environment where you have to fully concentrate, you have to fully shut off your brain in order to learn this new thing. That helps with just general stress relief and to bring you more joy and to tune out the noise and to get off of your phone screen or to get out of your head of like all of the worries and the stressors you have going on. You can't really focus and fret about those things when you're trying to learn how to do an arm bar or when somebody is choking you on the mat and you are trying to do everything you can to escape just to breathe. You're not thinking about your credit card bill. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just it's such a great release and a great like positive outlet to put those stressors into. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you are somebody who loves pursuing any kind of athletic endeavor, this none of this is going to be new to you, right? These are all things that you obviously know you've lived through or you currently do. But what I want to speak to is like if there's any mom out there that was maybe like myself who felt like you lost yourself a little bit, whether it was motherhood or maybe you had a career change, maybe you had to move to a new state and you kind of lost a little bit of that thing that you loved doing. Or maybe you were just in a really hard season of your life where you just couldn't see how it was possible to fit that in. I have some moms that I work with that have multiple kids. They work full time. Their husbands are on opposite schedules. So they're solo parenting at night. And it's just a tough season of life where for them, you know, the best they can do is to just maybe do a home workout in the morning and that's okay, right? But those seasons aren't going to last forever. There's going to be a time where things are going to shift and you're going to have more time for yourself again. So think about for yourself, you know, what was that time in your life where you were pursuing something that you enjoyed so much, that time just stood still, that you were just in the moment, you felt competitive, you felt at your best, you were in your best shape, you were your happiest, 
try to find a way to get back to those things again. Because it's not about winning or losing. It's not about medals or trophies. It's getting back to those things. It's feeling alive again. It's becoming that best version of yourself. And I feel like the more we can get back to those things for ourselves, the better mothers we are, the better business women we are, the better spouses we are when we have that thing that we can use to fill our fill our cup. And of course, I'm a big proponent of like any kind of activity I think is positive. So if you're not able to like get back into your sport, let's say if you're a former athlete, a former competitor, let's say it's gymnastics that you competed in and let's say you know you're you're older and like gym, doing gymnastics is just not going to be like feasible for your body anymore. I totally get that. But what else can you get back into that's going to bring you that joy? Can you pick up a new activity? Can you do something that feels good for your body now that's going to give you a little bit of that like competitiveness again and it's going to light your fire? I think we can all find something like that. Uh, I was listening to a podcast where it was a MMA fighter that retired from fighting and he was searching for that thing again that was just going to light his soul on fire and just ride him to keep getting better. And he fell in love with those Ironman races where you're doing like the triathlons, you know, where you're doing the swim, bike, run, and he's really like dove headfirst into that. And that's become his new passion. So I'm going to wrap it up here, guys, because I can talk on and on about this forever. (laughs) But the point of this podcast, guys, is just to just to connect, you know, to share my journey, to, to share my story. Again, if you have felt lost in motherhood or at whatever season of life you're in, it doesn't mean that things won't change and you won't be able to get back to it again. But I really think that having those athletic pursuits Having those goals outside of aesthetics and outside of your weight, I think are so positive for us. They're so good for our mental health and it just ripples to everything else in our life. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will definitely be sharing more of my own journey as I continue to get back to martial arts and wrestling and jujitsu. I'm just I hope you can hear it in my voice. I'm so happy to get back to that feeling. So I hope that whatever you do is bringing you as much or more joy into your life. And if you don't have that right now, start thinking, how? How can I? How can I make it work? You know, where there's a will, there's a way, right? So I will talk to you guys all next week. Uh, please share any comments with me. You, you're welcome to reach out to me, uh, leave a review on the podcast, share it on social media. You can find me at Trisha Cicero on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on TikTok now. So you can find me wherever. And I look forward to chatting with you all next week.